You're listening to Rabbi Arya Wolby, Director of Torch, the Torah Outreach Resource Center of Houston. This is the Jewish Inspiration Podcast. Welcome back, everybody. We are live with a little short and sweet segment talking about the month of Tevet, of Teves. The month that we're in now is the 10th month in the Jewish calendar when we start counting from Nisan as the Torah guides us. And the fourth month since Rosh Hashanah. Now, unfortunately, I wasn't here for Rosh Chodesh. I was away. But I said we can't go through the month without talking a little bit of a few words of inspiration. So it generally, uh, Teves falls out in December, January. And the name Teves shares a root from the Hebrew word of Tov, which means good. Good things can come. But unfortunately, we'll see in our history, some not such good things happened in the month of Teves. We'll see shortly. Rosh Chodesh Teves is sometimes one day and sometimes two days. Teves always has 29 days. It always has 29 days. But if you remember when we talked about Kislev the previous month, sometimes Kislev has 30 days and sometimes it has 29 days. So the two months preceding Tevis, Cheshvan and Kislev, can each have either 29 or 30 days, depending on the year. From Tevis and onward, things are simple. Tevis has 29 days and Shvat has 30 days always, establishing a pattern of alternating months that continues for the rest of the year. The mazel, the zodiac for the month of Tevis, is Gedi, the goat. Every Jewish month is associated with the zodiac symbol, which is dominated at that time. The symbol of Tevis is Gedi, the Capricorn. Goat, why is that the zodiac symbol for the month, the sign for the month? Because it is the time of the year that the goats begin to pasture. If it rains in Kislev and Cheshvan the preceding months of the year, then it is a great sign for the whole year as the land begins to grow. It got so much rain, and when I was just in Israel, the, the land is so green because it rained a lot in Cheshvan and Kislev. You see the green pastures. It's amazing. It's lush. It is beautiful. So now the, the goats are going out. They're going to pasture, and they've got so much. Hanukkah overflows to Teves always, every year. It overflows to Teves. Hanukkah begins on the 25th of Kislev, and it continues for eight days. This means that the final days of Hanukkah extend into Teves, an otherwise dreary and ordinary month. In the event that the first day of Teves is on Shabbos, among the few times of the year that three Torah scrolls will be removed from the Ark during the morning services, we'll read the Parsha of the week, which is always Miketz for Shabbos, Hanukkah, that's read with the first Torah for six aliyahs. Then Rosh Chodesh reading will be read from the second Torah for the seventh aliyah. And then the Hanukkah reading will be from the third Torah for the eighth aliyah. So we'll have three Torah scrolls that would be typically brought out if Rosh Chodesh was on Shabbos. The benching on that Shabbos will be the longest benching of the year. Because it is also Shabbos, is it also it is also Rosh Chodesh, and is also Hanukkah. For Shabbos, we'll add Ritzei. For Rosh Chodesh, we'll add Yalav Yavo, and for Hanukkah, we'll add 
Alanisim and Bime Matisio. So this is also a month of sorrow. It's a sad month. There are three fast days on this month. On the 10th day of the month, it's a fast day. The book of Zechariah tells us that four fast days will become days of joy and gladness and Jewish festivals in the era of Mashiach, including the fast of the 10th, which is the 10th day of the 10th month, which is Teves, the 10th of Teves. On this day, the Jewish people mourn the destruction of Jerusalem, the result of the siege, which began on that day. From daybreak to nightfall, no food or drink is consumed and extra prayers are recited. So I want to tell you that the fast of the 10th of Teves really commemorates two other tragic events. And this is called the fasts of tzaddikim. Not an ordinary public fast. The righteous fast on those days. And those are on the 8th of Teves and on the 9th of Teves. Different tragedies that befell the Jewish people on that day. On the 8th of Teves, at the behest of Talmi, the Greek king, the Torah was translated into Greek marking a sharp decline in Jewish spirituality, as devastating as the golden calf, our sages tell us. What happened? An incredible miracle happened. Talmi, want the king, wanted the another book in his library. He didn't want the Torah. Basically what it did was, it's like the beginning of the modernization of the world, where the Torah is not so simple to be translated because the different vowels of the different words can mean different things. For example, one of the most famous mistakes, anybody who has ever been asked, oh, you're Jewish, do you have horns? Where does that ignorance come from? It comes from the Torah where it tells us that when Moshe descended the mountain, his face was beaming. The word karan means beaming, but it also means keren, which means a horn. If you don't have the proper vowels, you don't know what you're reading. So you don't know what you're saying. So ignorance leads people to say, oh, Moshe descended with a horn. And that's where this whole thing, Jews with horns, came from. But it all starts, if you think of all the confusion, all the misinterpretations of the Torah, begin with the first translation of the Torah from the holy tongue of Lashon HaKodesh to the Greek. So what did Talmud the king do? He gathered together 70 righteous scholars and he put them in separate rooms and he threatened them that if anybody translates the Torah differently because they're trying to alter things so that he doesn't know what's written in the Torah, he's going to kill them all. A special miracle happened. It's very, you have to, it's very tricky to know how to translate the Torah because again, there are a hundred different ways to translate a word, which, which, Pirush, which pshat, which explanation are you going to write it as? Translate it. It was a special miracle that they all translated it with the exact same verbiage, with the exact same style, and with all the exact same definitions. And he was pleased to see that all 70 wrote it with the same translation. But still, it's a day of very grave sadness for the Jewish people on the 8th of Tevis. On the 9th of Tevis is the yard site the day of more, uh, of passing of Ezra the scribe and Nehemiah, who returned the Jewish people from Babylonia to the land of Israel and supported them with livelihood. When they passed, there was no replacement to them and the people were extremely sad. That was on the ninth day. And then, of course, the 10th of Teves, Nebuchadnezzar, 
Nebuchadnezzar, right, the king of Babylonia, came with his entire army and laid siege on Jerusalem. They encamped against it and placed strict curfews on the Jewish people. Additionally, on the first of Teves, king Yehonia was exiled and a single fast was declared for all three of those days so that the month would not be full of sadness and mourning. Also in the month of Teves is that agents were not dispatched from Jerusalem, we know. And actually, on my trip recently, we saw one of the mountains, you're familiar, uh, you may, we talked about this in the past, but how did they inform people that there was a new moon and that there was a new month? So they would go on top of a high mountain and they would light these torches and they would wave it and then the next mountain would see it and they would go on top of the mountain and they would light a torch and then the next mountain and that way would go all the way to Babylonia. So we were actually passing one of those mountains and you can see it's really high up. It's like the highest mountain. It's just like a like an ice cream cone on top of all the other mountains and it it you know that's where they used to do the signs but in the month of Teves they wouldn't because this holiday, this day of mourning will once in the future become a day of holiday. And they wanted it to, you know, is like there were no runners sent. Since the fast would one day be abolished, it was not considered binding at the time and did not warrant special notification. Also, Tevit in Babylonian, which is the, the origin of all of the Hebrew dates in the, in the, uh, in the Jewish calendar, was adopted by the Jewish people because during the Babylonian exile, it was believed to connote sinking or immersing. And this is possibly related to the fact that the heavy winter rainfalls turn much of the Middle East into muddy swamp at this time of year. So therefore it was called Tevet, which is sinking or immersing because the people would be in swampland with all the rain that fell during that time. So my dear friends, this is something a little short and sweet on this month, the month of Teves, and I hope we'll all have an incredibly uplifting month. This whole month that's before us, and we're almost, we're midway already, we're midway through the month, more than midway through the month, but Hashem should bless us. It should be a month where we're, where we're showered with incredible blessings of bounty, of good health, of success, happiness, and all the things that our hearts desire. Amen. You've been listening to the Jewish Inspiration Podcast, a Torch production. Become a supporter at torchweb.org because your assistance enables more Torah learning around the globe. To find more lessons offered by Torch, please visit torchpodcast.com.